0: You're listening to a 4x4 4x4 Radio Network Podcast.
1: Call, call, call your phone. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call?
0: So when you want
2: to call, you dial that number.
1: Call!
2: It's the Jeep Talk Show Call In Show with Tammy and Tony. They're going to be talking Jeeps with you. There's no show without you, so call in now. Just make the call. Good call! Back
0: one now. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us. This is episode 27 of the Jeep Talk Colin show. It's a show all about you. A chance where you get to share your Jeep experiences with us live. Each week we ask you a Jeep related question and then we want you to call in and share your story. We love to hear from you so please give us a call. You can call right now. Just dial 302- and then you enter in the code 219835. So I'm Tammy here in the East Coast studios of the Jeep Talk Show, aka Jeep Mama from the blog JeepMama.com. And joining me every Tuesday night from the Jeep Talk Show headquarters is Tony. Hey, Tony, how's it going?
3: I guess we could call your headquarters the black headquarters, and mine would be the red headquarters. Red
0: headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) Then what would Josh's be on Thursday nights?
3: Well, if Tuesday nights it'd be gone. It'd be invisible.
0: Or Thursday nights. I mean, yeah. no,
3: no. But you said Thursday. I was just saying that on Tuesday it'd be invisible. And oh, uh, yeah. And uh, let's see. During the week, uh, I mean, on uh, on uh, on Thursday. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Josh, what would your your stu the color of your studio be?
2: Um, I've got a combination of some charcoal and some burgundy.
3: Oh, I don't think he was oh, listening. Oh, see, this is the red uh, studio here in uh, Texas. <laughs> And Tammy's is the black studio over there on the east coast. So Tammy was wondering what yours would be.
2: Well, I guess uh, just because of my geographic location, I would have to be the green
3: studio. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I don't know. With uh, with a fungus on your chest and around the inside of your arms. Oh, gross! From the trees. Uh, you know?
2: It's it's the uh, <laughs> it's the moss out here. You just yeah. can't get away from it.
3: <laughs> you know, interesting story. I uh, you know as a a rough and tumble kind of guy. If you got to go poop and you're in the woods, you do what you got to do, right? Oh, well, no. I wish I had never leaned up against that tree. My butt itched for a good two, three years afterwards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Josh, what's your next Jeep so what's project? The to- what,
2: what's, what's the topic tonight, guys? What are you, what's the question you're <laughs> proposing know. to all the listeners?
0: Itchy fungus. Have you so, ever had any? What Jeep project is next for your Jeep, your next Jeep project? We know what Josh's is. Well,
2: after I after I finish the uh, the head work, uh, it's going to be moving on to the long arm kit that I've. Uh, well, I've, I'm oh, going to be yeah. building it up. I've already got Iron Man four by four fad dot com's long arm kit for this, but I'm going to be building my own center section tailored more off of a design similar to the Clayton um center section that they use for uh for their long arm uh, stuff. Uh-huh. So it's um it's going to be a little bit of a of a Frankenstein, but it's going to be after it's all done well engineered and it's going to do just what I want it to do.
0: Well, you just named your Jeep then, Frankenstein. <laughs>
3: Frankie. Oh,
0: no, no, no. no.
3: <laughs> so Josh, did you want to
0: It's uh it's too dark and mean for that.
3: Did you want to hang with us tonight uh, uh I don't have to uh drop your call. We can uh, start taking these other calls or uh we can let you run your uh run your section out and uh you can still sit back and listen.
2: No, that's all good. I'll let you guys go ahead and finish off the show. I am starving. I just walked in the door, that's why I didn't catch <laughs> you guys uh at the you know the first few minutes of the show. So I'm gonna go get some grub. You guys have a great show and I'll see you guys on Thursday.
3: All right. Well thanks for calling see us. See you, Josh. Good timing. Yes. So, we have
0: another caller.
3: Yep, so Tammy, we got us a new caller, and, uh, and when I say new caller, I mean a new caller as in uh, we don't have a name next to this number. Hey, caller, thanks for giving us a call tonight, and uh, first off, uh, what's your name, what kind of Jeep do you have, and what's the color? Hello, am I on the air? Yes, you You're are. You're on the air. That's our first or, am I on the air uh, question.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're on the air, caller.
3: <laughs> okay, so I was going to buy a Jeep, but like...
2: I don't know if it's okay for like driving certain areas. Like, is it roundabout? Uh,
3: in in around uh areas where they don't like uh gasoline powered engines, like the you know Priusville and stuff. Oh, where were you concerned? Like, where were you yeah. concerned about uh, not being able to drive it?
2: Um, like I don't know, like Brown town. <laughs>
3: See, not only is this am I on the air? Our first on the air. It's our first crank call, Tammy.
0: I probably. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead
3: serious. So, what's your name? What's my name?
0: It, you don't have to give us your real name. It's it's just. on the driver's
3: license. If you're having a difficult time, <laughs> <laughs> just just the first name. I I'm thinking Sid. Sid. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for giving us a call, and uh, we hope to hear from you again. Um, let's see. We have a call from YJ Nate or Extreme Nate. Nate, I gotta, I gotta ask you why. Oh, wrong one. Hey, Nate, I gotta ask you why so many names? Why Extreme Nate? Nate? YJ Nate? Squared Pants Nate? What's the deal there, Nate? Are, are you are you wanted in several states? Is that the problem? I
4: heard Nate.
1: Do you still you hear me? Yes, sir. Oh,
0: yeah, and we can hear you now. Oh,
1: good. Okay, cool. Something was up there. All right. Uh, I I don't know. I generally generally just go by Nate. Um, you 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 keep giving me other names. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. Nate's been around for I don't know 10, 15 years.
3: So. See, see, that's the that's the sad thing. Nate is whenever you start blaming other people for your multiple personalities.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough.
3: <laughs> All right, uh, so Tammy, what was the question again? I've forgotten. Uh, uh, Sid really messed me up with all that uh, shenanigans he was trying to pull.
0: I couldn't really hear what he was saying. Um, Anyway, Nate, what Jeep project is next for your Jeep?
1: So, I mean, there's a reason I've been doing a series on axles for you guys. I'm Uh, really thinking about what to do about axles under the LJ.
3: You're not running a Dana 35, are you?
1: No, no, I've got a 44 in the rear. They came standard in the the lj but the front's still a little 30 and i really want to get up to like 37s i'm thinking that dana 30 is just going to explode if i try oh to yeah that.
3: well you'd have to spend a bunch of money on it you could probably build it up but uh that's uh almost like polishing the turd syndrome
1: yeah i heard this guy on your show talking about that <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> wonder who that was multiple personality thing again
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at the moment, I'm torn between do I start saving up for axles or do I try to put some money into what I've got and just wheel it for a while?
3: Well, what are you thinking about putting under there on the front?
1: So, I've been really thinking about uh, getting some JK Rubicon axles and just slap them underneath there. Gain a little bit of width, get 44s front and rear, electric lockers. Seems like a pretty good upgrade.
3: I didn't realize they were wider.
1: Yeah, they're just a little bit, a couple inches from what I remember.
3: Yeah,
0: that's a lot. Yeah, so would you have yeah, to do I mean, a lot of going. modifications to it, get those on? It, it, what's that? Would you have to do a lot of modifications to get the Rubicon axles on your Jeep?
1: So from what I'm reading, you'd basically have to cut off all of the bracketry of from the, uh, the JK and either custom fab or put on, like, a truss or something that has all all the brackets that'll fit the TJ.
0: Somebody um, makes a kit.
1: Apparently, I think it is, yeah, we're makes a, a truss that just basically you weld it on there and off you go.
0: Now, okay. can you weld yourself?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm set up to weld. I don't guarantee how they look <laughs> when I'm done, though.
0: Right. But uh, they'll be strong. Will it hold? That's the important right. thing. That's the main thing.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I... I I did all the welding when I did my spring over on the YJ, and that held together. So maybe.
3: <laughs> so how much money do you think you're going to have to spend on those axles? I I guess there's a um, a way that you could get them fairly inexpensively, since um you could catch somebody going to Dana 60s or whatever they do on the the JKs. You know the ten thousand dollars ten thousand dollar axles that they need uh, apparently on the JKs.
1: Yeah, the the problem is they're in high demand. So anybody who's swapping them out knows they can get a decent amount of money for them. So they're going for a set of them, anywhere from like four to six grand.
3: Well, were you gonna? You weren't gonna replace the the back one, were you?
1: Well, if I did JK axles, I'd probably have to do both. Oh the yeah, my rear axle would be narrower than the front.
3: Yeah, well, it, it'd give you an interesting look.
1: I mean, the other. The other option is, yeah, right. Other option, just get a TJ Rubicon front axle, then I'd be pretty much set. That might be another way to go.
3: Yeah, I guess you'd be looking for a rear, uh, a rear damaged uh, accident uh, Jeep for uh, for that. If you're going going to the junkyard.
0: Well, if you get those axles and then you get bigger tires, you're going to have to do a lift as well. Oh my God. Oh, it's, it's a lot. A lot of money.
1: Oh, you're cutting up there, Tammy. It's hard to hear you. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry. Are you on a I'll cell phone, Nate? It.
1: No, actually, um, I called in over an IP service, so that could be it. Maybe there's bandwidth problems. I don't know. Yeah, because you kind of um, I mean,
3: you're not chopping, but you, you kind of sound like you're trying to drop out. So,
1: no. Well,
0: so if you get yeah,
1: so it's kind of you know the the usual snowball effect. I think that's what you were trying to get to. If if I got bigger axles, I'd want bigger tires. Yeah. If I want bigger tires, I need more lift. Or something to clear the bigger tires. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or a uh,
3: Sawzall all with lots of blades.
0: You you're gonna have to get a GoFundMe page. Yeah, yeah
1: right, right, right. So my <laughs> my the the way I'm picturing things is I'm gonna try to raise the body a little bit with like some uh uh body mount relocations or maybe just a body lift and then uh some high clearance fenders and then I think I could probably clear thirty sevens on the on the suspension that I've got.
0: Wow. Well, we wish you really good luck, um, and hopefully we'll see you on the... Go ahead. I was just going to say, hopefully we'll see Nate on the trails in his new beefed-up LJ, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, keeping uh, keeping that lower center of gravity will be uh, really nice. It's it's really hard not to raise him up uh, sky high, though, because it's just so cool riding around up, sitting up high. So, uh, God bless Nate for... uh, or uh, keeping it low, uh, we'll see how that works out. Hey, Nate, thanks for calling us, and uh, yep. we'll, uh, we'll be looking forward to your uh, act, more of your axle segment this Thursday, 10 p.m. on the uh, regular Big Time uh, Jeep, Jeep Talk Show. So yep. we got another new caller. Uh, I bet you this guy's name isn't Sid. Hey, caller, you're on the air, and uh, we'd like to know what your name is and uh, what kind of Jeep do you have. Uh, my name is Pat,
4: and I have a uh, 2014 Jeep JK
0: yay
3: oh tammy will like that all right now this is the critical question if you've never called in or listened to the show before you may not know what the right answer is i can give you a hint but tammy would probably not be happy what color what color is your jeep anvil anvil
0: oh that's i love that color
3: yeah well at least it's not black is is what i say
4: i'm with uh I'm also with TPT. However, I'm just calling in to talk Jeep stuff. Oh, oh
0: that hey. okay. Yep. Hey. Pat. Okay. Hey. Love your Pat, blog. Pat, where were
3: you last week when we needed to caller uh to talk to Mike?
4: <laughs> <laughs> you know, um I was busy listening to Mike and <laughs> yeah. uh we had somebody that was willing to call in so they said, but uh <laughs> actually they just got a little tied up and Got yeah. yeah. away from it all. So, so you didn't too get. Long. How are y'all
3: doing? Good. You didn't Perfect. get in trouble with uh, the misses uh, for uh, not paying attention to her. I mean, that was that was such such bad p- planning on our part. But you know, that's why we're amateurs.
4: Yeah, it was well, Valentine's people Day. People listening and watching also.
3: Yeah. So uh, Pat, uh, what was? The, Give him the so, question. Tammy? Yeah
0: we, we we're wondering what Jeep uh, project is in store for your Jeep next.
4: Ah, well, um, I had some other stuff on the list, uh, coming down at first, and I just turned a hundred thousand miles today on it. Oh man. Wow. And, uh, I had nine, 99,973 miles for check engine light comes on.
0: <laughs> oh my oh,
3: God. Uh, <laughs> it's only better when it does a it. In G, 100K. So yeah. You
4: can make fun of JKs all you want, but they are real. They proved it. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. So, it's, I got a misfire in, in one of the cylinders, and just on the drive home, I came out of warranty, but uh, I don't think it's anything major. It's, it's running all right. So, uh, as long as the bed doesn't get too involved, I'm kind of looking at building some one-tons. Oh, wow. Building
0: some what?
3: One-tons. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
4: One-ton axle. Yeah. Right. Um been running on 37s on one of those explosive Dana 30s for about <laughs> 40,000 miles. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And uh, with a lunchbox locker in it to boot. And, oh, uh, wow. and nothing's happened. But I'd like to move on up to, uh, to some one-tons because the are going to be the next star size.
3: No, Now, Pat, I know you're in, in the same area I'm in. Where do you go off-road? The only place that uh, I found uh, was Creekside, and there's so much sand and, and stuff out there. I think in the uh, the closing video that I have, I, it shows my Jeep running through some of the sandy water that's out there, and uh, I firmly believe that's what killed my alternator the first time, was running through that sandy water all that sand crap got up inside the alternator. It was fun doing it but you know then you have to you have to pay yeah. for it later which is I guess is also the jeep way. But uh is there is there some place other than the creek side that you go uh, in this area?
4: Um the closest place would probably be uh Brazos Valley off road um resort or whatever they call it BVOR. Mm-hmm. and uh but you have to you have to kind of line something up the way we went is we went with a Jeep 101 class. So uh, Oh okay. Or off while in class. and uh, we just really went there to to check the park out, but it was pretty cool watching the class, and uh, and then we like to it the hidden it's just close enough so where you can make a day trip and and not kill yourself. <laughs>
3: um, yeah.
4: and we're looking at maybe going to bee caves here pretty soon too.
3: Now, I've heard there's a, I can't remember the, the, the name of the place. I think it's up around Round Rock uh, that's supposed to be really nice and uh, more of a rocky environment than a muddy environment that I have not been to yet. Uh, of course, I have several things on my Jeep I need to get uh, uh, fixed or upgraded before I go anywhere. But uh, uh, I, not, not to bore everybody, but just so Pat knows, I, for the longest time, I wouldn't go anywhere because uh, my uh, my Jeep would run hot on the highway. And uh, I think I fought that for multiple years, and I could get back and forth to work okay. I just didn't feel comfortable driving an hour or more, going to a park, and you know, basically roasting the engine trying to get there and be, get back. So I, I recently found out what the what the problem was, and I was pissed because it was just the uh, the gauge that Jeep uses, the gauge and uh, sensor combination that Jeep uses. It wasn't running hot; it was just sh- uh, showing that it was hot. So with these other things out, I should be able to get back out to the, uh, the park, which was a lot of fun getting out there and testing out some of the modifications I made. And, uh, it, but she's been a pavement princess here for a while.
4: Uh, Hidden Falls isn't that far. It's just some kind of uh, Lago Vista. So just out past Austin a little bit, mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe about two and a half hours and camping and restrooms and stuff. And, uh. It's it's a lot of fun out there. You can you can get somewhat technical out there with uh, with the rocks. Uh, not really much in the way of mud, which is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't like I mud. Could, I don't care for it. Some people like it, but yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, the the cleanup is a real pain in the butt. Uh, it's fun kind of slipping and sliding around, but uh, the cleanup, the the multiple days and the dropping of the dirt clods driving yeah. down the road, and, oh, sorry about that. So, Pat, yeah, how long of. have you
0: um, been in the Jeep world?
4: Uh, well, since I was about 17 or 18 years old. Oh, so, wow.
0: Uh, so a couple of years. <laughs> from over 40 now. <laughs> now, what what got uh, you into your Jeep? Is it a family thing, or...? Just something you were interested
4: in. Um, I just I liked them. I, I enlisted when I was seventeen in the army and uh, got around. That's, that was my first off roading. Was in military vehicles. and you know what's more military than you, right?
3: Oh yeah, right. That's the best mil. That's the best vehicle to go off roading in is one that doesn't belong to you, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> So yeah, Pat, that's great.
4: Did... The uh I've slid uh I've slid a couple of Humvees off into some oh. ditches on paint trails overseas, um in West Germany at the time. Uh and the lieutenant he didn't even see anything. He just helped it all. But that's my love story. Uh when I first enlisted though, there they still had a few Jeeps running around on posts. Oh. I paid them all out.
0: That would have been fun. So how so, how old the Jeeps? Yeah, were? So they?
3: That's one they, got me started. So those Jeeps that were running around on post, were they the the same ones from the 40s or were they newer Jeeps?
4: Uh, they were newer. Uh, the, okay. the resemblance was really strong. But I saw some of them that probably been around since the Vietnam era. Right. Uh, running
0: around on post.
3: God, it would be great to have one of those. Although I'm sure huh. they've been beat to hell.
0: Oh yeah. I I know a place
4: up in New York, right outside of Fort Drum, and uh, they have a a bombing range. And they, I went in there one time uh, years ago. I drove a truck and I was up there doing the military military stuff, and they had piles and piles and piles of surplus jeeps there. Wow. Uh, and they would just taking them out on the range and using them for targets. Oh.
0: And no. some of these things were
4: pristine. Nothing wrong with them.
0: Oh.
3: I guess you got to do what you got to do. But, yeah. man, that would just, uh, you know, you just needed the Jeep lover in charge to keep that from happening.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Pat, yeah, you... Anyway,
4: I tried to talk them out of one, but they weren't going for it. <laughs>
0: So, Pat, are you doing the welding for TPT fabrications?
4: Yes, uh, I do all the welding. Um, uh, most of the aspects of the fabrication uh, process I'm pretty deeply involved in and then bringing the guys up to speed on uh, on most of
3: everything. So So Mike, Uh, Mike, teach him a weld. Yeah, I was going to say Mike wouldn't share it. Uh, Maybe you can give uh, uh, critique Mike's welding. He he's been learning. He says.
4: Um. Well, you know, with Mike there, um, I don't know where he's going to bring. We just haven't had time to (laughs) to, (laughs) to stand aside there and teach him the weld. So is he cheating on me? Yeah, maybe. (laughs)
3: Yeah, that's what we're here for is get everything, get bad rumors yeah. started and get people uh, upset.
0: People in trouble. <laughs> get fights going. Yeah. Is, it, is it a Jerry show or a Jeep talk
4: show? <laughs> uh. All righty. Well, uh, Pat. Um, oh, go so ahead. Mike, uh, yeah, he's he's kind of just getting started running the pack well, and, uh, and Sean also. So, Well, boy, I'm looking in shape in no time.
3: Well uh it's he's very lucky that uh he's able to get a a good teacher to show him how it's done and uh, of course there's uh, there's always learning how to grind you know it's uh <laughs> I have to uh, I want to learn how to weld myself I've been wanting to get a welder and uh start messing around with it and uh, so I can do some of the things to my Jeep because if you can't uh, if you can't weld it's really difficult to do everything that you you know would like to be able to do to a Jeep mm-hmm. so looking looking forward to that I'm sure I'll be yeah. uh, cussing more though in in the process
4: <laughs> yeah, just remember one thing: you you got to burn to learn, and it's literal.
3: Yeah, oh uh, yeah, you gotta. It's just you know. I, I figure uh, I uh, uh, most everything I've done I, it's self taught, so I figure I can figure it out. Especially with the the internet, there's so many so much good information on the internet. There's uh, there's folks like you that uh, I can bounce questions off off of. And uh, m- uh, one of the things that I've uh, I've kind of learned, I think, is that. Uh you get the machine set up right, you know, if it's a MiG welder, if you get the, the ma machine set up uh correctly, that's half the battle.
4: Yeah, you know, I I uh on one of the forums, um, I've got a kind of a DIY rolling thread to to some place for people to go and ask some general questions. Mm-hmm. And uh I've been thinking about maybe on the blog on our site. Uh, starting off a little DIY fabrication thing and uh, just leave the comments open on it. And, and maybe if there's some people that have some questions, we can help them out.
0: Yeah, that would be
3: cool. Yeah. It's a really good idea. That's what, you know, of course that's what we try to do uh, on the main show. And then uh, with uh, the Jeep talk forum uh, webpage, we uh, try to share the information and open up the conversation for other people. There's a lot of, you know, I don't think it's just in, on forums. I think there's a lot of uh, situations where people don't like to share uh, information. They'd rather give give somebody a hard time about uh, asking a dumb question, which, um, you know, that's all, what, what all of us have are dumb questions until we know the answer. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful idea, sharing that information and letting people uh, um, learn from them, themselves. And if nothing else, it'll give them a deeper appreciation of uh, what you guys are able to do over there at uh, TPT FabSpec. Pat, thanks yeah. a lot for calling in tonight. And uh, it was... Oh, yeah, uh,
0: keep us posted on the check engine light. I I'm hoping it's nothing major.
3: Yeah, misfire. Uh could just be a uh, I guess it could be just a, a bad plug. Um I didn't I was going to ask him how many miles he's got on those plugs. I got to change the uh, the plugs on the TJ, Tammy. We've had it for oh gosh, over 5 years now and I still haven't changed the plugs on it yet. Well, how often should you do that? I'd have to look at the manual. Uh, I think it goes a pretty good, uh, a pretty good long ways uh, nowadays. But uh, once you start getting codes, I mean, uh, Susie had a, a check engine light come up on hers. I'm, I'm trying to remember if it was a misfire or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And it is having a bit of a hard time starting. So, so uh, when
0: does all this check engine light stuff start happening? When can I expect that?
3: It can happen at any time, oh, especially, especially taking it off-road because you're, you know, uh, juggling things around you know going through water uh, i'm not saying it will happen it, it could very well just be fine for years and years and years and and that's the other thing uh i, I guess we i think most people understand this but just in case you know uh, there was a uh midas or somebody was on uh, one of the commercials were you know trying to you know show that when that check light and check engine light came on you need to immediately go to the some dealership or some sort of service that would be able to fix that problem for you, which is what they like because they can charge you a bunch of money right. for doing all that work and, you know, add in two or three two or three different things <laughs> in the process. <laughs> let, me oh, by wind, the way, let me get those windshield wipers for you for, you know, 50 bucks. You uh, need some but the headlight check, fluid. But the check engine light is just a way of telling you that the computer has seen something that it doesn't like that it could be a potential issue, and it could be something as simple as just changing a uh, changing a spark plug, or maybe you have a uh, a coil a coil pack that uh, is having an issue, or it could be uh, like uh, one of the check engine lights that my wife got on the TJ. Uh, I went literally took the the reader, went out to the Jeep, sat down, turned on the turned the the key to the on position, so I could read the code. I'm I'm looking, I'm waiting for the code to come up. The code comes up, and it takes about five minutes, I guess, to do all this. And the code comes up and it says evap canister or um uh gas cap not fully tightened. Oh. Uh, I, I got huh. I got out of the Jeep, which the gas cap thing is on the same side as the driver's side on the TJ. I get out, I look, and there's the, the cap dangling. She didn't put the cap back on. Huh. So it was a low-pressure situation, so it was right. simply a matter of putting that cap on and tightening it up. But right. the funny thing is, I just got in the Jeep with it right there in front of my face, and I did all this stuff, you know, doing all the scanning and stuff to try to figure out what the problem was when it was just right there. But so anyway, point being is that a check engine light doesn't necessarily mean that it's a, a devastating situation for your right. your vehicle, and I think it's safe to say that most of the time it doesn't mean that. It's something very uh, simple or simple to, simple to resolve if you can do things yourself.
0: Um, so I'm going in Monday to get my oil changed. It's my last free oil change. Um, and they're going to check out my steering stabilizer. Okay. Yeah. Cause when I turn to the right, I can turn one full rotation and then a quarter of a rotation. When I turn to the left, I can turn a full and then three quarters. So when we put my steering stabilizer back on, um, we didn't adjust it just right. So they're going to try to fix that. And also, I was talking to him about getting a relocation bracket for it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to do some more research. But the guy on the phone, which I don't know if he understood what I was talking about, he said if I do that, I'm going to bind up um, all my steering if I relocate it.
3: I would think so, that they would cover that in the re- relocation thing. Uh, they would tell you that if that was going to be a situation because they don't want any kind of lawsuits, especially if, right. it's, uh, if it keeps you from being able to steer around a, an incident or somebody could claim that and <laughs> causing so, an accident. So,
0: But I don't think he knew what I was wanting to do. So I'm going to talk to my guy Chuck and see what he thinks.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty common. But, I mean, literally, if you if you look at the product that you're looking at online, and read what it what it uh what they have to say about it. And if there's a if it's a place that has comments, then you can read those comments of people that have purchased it or uh go to a forum and use that name of that uh specific um like brand name and if there's a right. model. And look and see what people had to say about it. Uh, right. and and I uh, Amy I nothing against the your your uh your friend there at the uh at the place and it's it's always good to be able to trust somebody. Frankly, I like getting multiple opinions because just because you trust the person doesn't mean they know what they're talking about. Right. And that's well, what got, you guys should should do here with this show. Right. <laughs> just because we tell you something doesn't mean it's the gospel. It just means that, no. that that's what we believe.
0: And there are many options, many different ways to do things. So Yeah, there is. Um, So do you have any next projects? Tony.
3: Oh gosh, you know I've had the front drive shaft out of my uh, out of my uh, Cherokee for probably two months now, and uh, I've got all the parts to replace all the uh, the u joints, and uh, haven't done it yet. So I'm actually driving around in a two wheel drive Jeep, which uh, oh, I think Doug. yeah, I think that would uh, I would have thought that would have bothered me enough to get out there and, and work on it, but it hasn't. Uh, I've got a rear uh, extended brake line that I need to install. Um, I've uh, I've got a lot of fun projects, you know, like that air horn, the air compressor, the uh, oh, air tank, uh, all that uh, to go to go on there. And uh, I just haven't. I think I finally f- figured out that I was going to put it on the uh, the rear of the uh, back in the cargo area of the vehicle. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, lots of projects that I have on my plate. I just got to get my lazy ass out in the garage. Well, I was out in the garage this weekend. I saw that.
0: Yeah. I well, for two added- things yeah I added my um, anti-flicker decoder and, on both headlights mm-hmm. and I have more purple on my jeep. So,
3: Did you notice any difference with the uh, the anti-flicker for the uh, the headlights?
0: Um, I just drove tonight on the way back from my son's basketball practice and I didn't notice any flickering.
3: But I mean, is so, it brighter or did you notice that? Was it, you noticed a flicker all the time before and now you don't? Yeah, it's or? just in
0: the driver's side. I'm going to have to pay closer attention, but I didn't notice it tonight.
3: Well, I bet you that's nice, not having to yeah blink at the same rate so you could see with the lights right. on.
0: <laughs> so, it was pretty easy to do, but somebody um, on my Facebook page suggested I tie down. The little module, the little motor oh, yeah. unit. Uh-huh. Because he didn't do that to his and it bounced around in there in the housing unit. I guess it like just went dead.
3: Yeah, I guess it could. Well at least you installed it, so you you should know how to bypass it if you have to. Yeah. Well that's our show for tonight, Tammy. Did you realize thirty thirty minutes had already gone no, by? No, I
0: was like I just looked at the clock and I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> So, everybody, thank you for calling in. Um, join us here next Tuesday night, same time, same place. And we'll have another question, and we hope that you guys will call. And don't forget to join us Thursday night at com, And it will be Tony, Josh, and I and our regular old show.
3: Yep, yep. Oh, and if uh, you'd like to be a guest on our show, we'd certainly like to have you. Uh, all you need to do is have uh, an interesting story, which I think everybody does, Uh, If you've got a business and you would like to come on and talk about that, we're fine with that, too. So uh, just uh, drop us an email at info at JeepTalkShow.com, and uh, we'll work out all the details. You You guys have a great night. We'll see you Thursday.